The answer to the question that we're asking might seem very obvious to some of you. Some of you might think to yourselves, of course, consequences to my actions. Yes, like I want that. Give me some of that, right? And that's a very good position to be in because yes, consequences are very healthy. Any relationship that has no consequences is a terrible relationship. But the one thing that I want to encourage you who is looking at this as a no-brainer, like, duh, of course, consequences. I want you to understand that the idea of the relationship between grace and consequences is a very complicated one. Very complicated. Because, for example, imagine you for the, all of those people that lost loved ones during the pandemic. Many of them are asking themselves, did God take this person away from me because of something that I did not do or something that I did? See, that's a very complicated, it gets very deep because now it has to do with someone losing someone in their life and that creating a hold in their heart and in their soul and feeling like God is punishing them for something that they don't even know what it is. Right. And that's actually one of my biggest problems with this idea of because there are people who credit God with every bad thing that happens in their life. And I feel like the problem with that is that, that I, I don't believe that there is we can we we could ever agree that a parent who punishes a child for things that they are not certain of is a good parent. I think we can all agree that that would be a bad parent. Like you're just sitting watching TV, you've been doing your chores and all of a sudden your parent comes and punishes you, but doesn't even make it clear what they're punishing you for. Personally, I don't think God is like that. I don't think that he just comes out of the blue and just throws something in your life and then that happened as a result of, you know, you having done something and now you have to spend years figuring, trying to figure out what it might be right? The, the the way that I see it now, we're going to get into a little bit more depth. Obviously, this idea and, and, and conversation on grace cannot be fully discussed right now with the time that we have. It's a very, very, um, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a conversation that has a lot of depth and it requires a lot of patience um, and, and you going and doing your own studying of the word and understanding what does it mean? What does grace mean? But there is a huge a parallel, right? A relationship between grace and consequences. Because now if you're born again, you walk, you, you come into grace, right? Because salvation comes through, through, through grace by faith, right? We are saved through grace by faith. And the thing about grace is that it's God's unmerited favor. God just favors you. That's basically what grace is, <laughs> right? But you have to understand that it's unmerited. The word unmerited literally means not adequately earned or deserved. You cannot earn something that's given to you through grace. It's because grace is unmerited. If I come to you and I give you a gift, right? Let's say it's not even your birthday. I just say, here, I got this for you. Just keep it. I want you to have it. And then you say to me, no, can I pay you for it? No. It's, it's unmerited. You don't have to. You can't earn it. You can't do anything. I want to just give it to you. Enjoy it. Right? Now, you might be asking yourself, but given what if I then take that gift and smash it on the floor? What if I use it for the wrong reasons? What if I use it to rob a store? That is a diff an entirely different conversation. Entirely different conversation. The first thing you need to understand is that the gift I gave you, you did not earn. You cannot earn it. 
right? Because there's the problem with what you earn. What you earn, you own, right? What you earn, you own, and you can make demands. If I go to work, right? If you go to work at a Starbucks or you go to work at a McDonald's or at a Checkers, and you make you making money, and your boss doesn't pay you, you can take your boss to court. That's the that's the dynamic of things that we earn as human beings, and that's how we understand the idea of earning something, right? Because what you what you've earned, you can take a person to court and sue them for not giving you the thing that you earned, but you cannot sue any person for 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 not giving you for promising you a gift and not giving it to you. You cannot take a person to court. That's the earned, but I give to you. And what you've earned, right? You cannot be mad at me for just coming and giving you a gift. Or if I say I'll give you a gift tomorrow too and then I don't give you and then you take me to court. What are you suing me for? <laughs> you didn't earn it. So this is why God's kindness, because if God's kindness, God's grace, God's love, if, if salvation in itself could be earned, then we could take God to court and say, God, you're being unfair. I've earned this. You need to give it to me. And that's what the Old Testament was based on. You needed to keep the law. You needed to keep every nook and cranny of the law. And those who held themselves of high esteem, who believed that they've kept every inch of the law, like you see in the Pharisees, they believed that they earned their way to heaven. They deserved for God to give them the time of day. That's why they dressed the way they dressed. That's why they treated other people the way they treated them. That's why they, 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 they spoke with a sense of, you know, uh, um, they felt higher than thou is what we call it holier than thou right that's exactly how they perceive the idea and the balance of grace right and the idea of grace and earning because that's how the old the old testament encouraged people because it was so law focused and law centric it encouraged people to look at the law as i've done my dues I've made my sacrifices, therefore, then you were though, there were those few that Jesus would point out, right? That the poor lady who gave all of their money, those people understood that regardless of how much I do or how much I have not done, I cannot earn what God can give me. So therefore, I give whatever I can, right? Because the heart is in the right place. Like I know, Father, you don't need any of this. But I give what I can because I know that even if I gave every little inch of what I have, it still couldn't be enough. It couldn't measure up to what you have to offer me. And I know I've gone on and on on this, uh, you know, off ramp or this tangent of grace. But what I also really wanted us to zoom into is this idea of consequences, right? Because I know many of us ask the questions, when I lose a loved one, is it God showing me the, the consequences of my actions? Right. If if I lose my job, am I facing the consequences of my actions? If I go and crash my car and 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 I go to jail and I, you know, just go on a rave party and drink and and I, and, and live unhealthy and then die young. Is God punishing me? Is that God's grace being removed from me? So then it just have, makes you I want to ask yourself, then what exactly is the relationship of grace and consequences how can they even coexist how can god both give me things that i don't deserve and at the same time give me things that i deserve right
Now, here's what, here's how I, I perceive this. And in all my time of studying the word, I obviously can't share everything for, because of time. Um, and I definitely won't get to every good point that you might be thinking of, right? And I might not answer or we might not answer every single question you might have. But the one thing that I, I want to explain to you is this. You see, there's first of all, the idea of consequences needs to be separated. We need to categorize the way that we view it. There's the, there's the first way, which is that you go, you beat someone up, you, you, you just look at them and, and for no reason you start attacking them. And then they call the cops on you, you get a criminal record, you struggle to get a job, you, get, you become depressed and anxious and all of those things. You just struggle to get back into, into a working system, right? There's first that, and we can all agree that that is directly your fault. But now here's the thing. There are people who believe that that is God flipping a switch and causing that to happen to you. Whereas the way I see that, those are just consequences of your actions. In it, With you being in that situation, God still has his grace extended towards you. Why? Because if you um, 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 just go to God and say, Father, I'm sorry, and you repent, you will still go through the process. You will still get a criminal record. You'll still face the consequences of your actions, but God will still give you peace. God will still give you love, kindness. He'll hold you. He'll make sure that he sends people your way to help you, right? People that will provide you with other means of being able to provide for yourself. And that's what it looks like to have grace and consequences coexisting. Oh my goodness, this is so powerful. It's actually exciting me, right? So that's how you need to understand this idea of grace and consequences. Then the, we've looked at this one way. There's the other aspect of, of consequences where terrible things happen to us, like terrible things that are beyond our control. The first one I've just described is one where it is under your control. You are the one who went and slept around and got STIs and got certain sicknesses and got many babies. And now you don't have any money because you're being sued. You know, you are the one who did that. You are the one who decided to take a weapon and go rob stores. That's the first uh, idea or concept of consequences the way that we can look at it then the other way we can look at it is that there are there are there are there are things that you can clearly like if for example we've just heard not so long ago that there there are places that get earthquakes volcanoes exploding tsunamis there are places that get flooded all of those people will be sitting down and thinking to themselves what did i do to deserve this I am facing the consequence of what, right? Especially because when you're when you're Old Testament centric, when you're law centric as the Old Testament was, because the Old Testament taught a lot of people. This is why you got the Pharisees. They understood um, 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 that when I keep the law, I have earned God's kindness and grace and attention and time. That's why they spoke with arrogance. That's why they walked and dressed the way they dressed. That's why they uh, perceived themselves as holier than thou, because they understood that we, I kept the law. I make sacrifices every single uh, uh, um, week or year or day. They do all of that because they're able to, right? And thus they believe that they've earned God's grace. And that's what, what makes them all puffed up. 
Now, here's the thing about grace. This is definitely not a conversation that I can, a discussion that I can finish right now. And I really want to re-emphasize this, that grace, God's grace cannot be earned. You know, that's why every single person who is right, even the person that, that comes to Jesus and says, Lord, what do I have to do um, in order to keep the law? And, the, and, then, and then Jesus tells him that you need to do this, 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 and this. And then he says, I've done all of that. And then Jesus says, sell everything you own. He's trying to make the point that no matter what you do, you cannot earn what, what, what I have to offer you. That's the way we need to understand it. Now, if you cannot earn God's grace, you also thus, by default, you cannot, you cannot unearn it, right? Even in, the, in other words, even in the midst of terrible things that are uncontrollable to you happening, God's grace is still extended towards you. Those are not the consequences of God flipping a switch and saying, happen to these people. Not it's not always so. Right. Because now you'd be basically saying that God is punishing you for something that you don't even know. Right. Because, I mean, we have these ideas of God punishing Sodom and Gomorrah because they were uh, very adulterous. They were very uh, they had wantonness and lust and they were doing things that were very detestable before God. Right. We, we have those ideas. And whenever terrible things happen to us, that's how we perceive them. We're like. God must have flipped some switch and said happen to these people because these people have done this wrong. Now, that's a that's a there's so much to say on that, but unfortunately we don't have the time, but the place where I want to leave it is at this, right? Here's what I would like you to understand. First of all, consequences are healthy. They teach us not to make the same mistake. And I honestly believe that consequences are built into the coding of the world we live in. Like God built them into the coding of the world that we live in. Touch a hot plate stove, your skin will burn, right? Uh, stand too much into the, in, in the sun, you might get skin cancer. Uh, swim in a dirty river, you might get this and that and that. Sleep around, drink too much. All of those are consequences of our actions, right? And those consequences are healthy because they teach human beings not to live careless lives. If we didn't have consequences to our own actions, I honestly think we'd be terrible. We would honestly destroy ourselves in one generation, if you asked me, right? And then you get the other side of those big things that happen, like the pandemic. So many people lost jobs. Now, does that mean that those were consequences of actions you committed in the past? That's so important, so important, so important for us to understand because many of us blame ourselves. Many of us burden ourselves. Many of us think, what could I have possibly done? You know, for me personally, I picture it in this way. The world is fallen. The world is full of 8 billion people all making random decisions. God is not orchestrating every single individual on earth right? Making sure that they make the right decision to make your life great. There are people who decide to pollute. There are people who decide to jump red robots and crash into people's cars, people who decide to drink and drive. So some random person makes a decision and then ends up crashing into your car. And then you accredit that to God teaching you a lesson or punishing you for something. The earth in itself is not perfect. The earth 
is has many issues now this, this I'm, I'm really scooping at the surface here there's so much so much and i know i'm probably raising more questions than answers but i do hope that at the very least i've given you i've i've i've, I've, I've given you direction right in terms of where to start how to start thinking you know things questions that you need to start asking yourself um and and so basically the the the, the one thing that i want to say in in closing is this consequences are healthy for relationships they they cause us not to repeat the same mistakes you will not repeat the same mistake if you shut a door and then it hurts your fingers you won't continue hurting yourself that's why they're important right and we cannot always blame things that major things that happen in our lives on god we can't always accuse god of punishing us for things that we don't even know what they are we would not call a parent a good parent if a parent punished a child for things that they didn't even know for things that they didn't even understand and 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 also just understanding that dynamic that grace and consequences can coexist right they can absolutely coexist you can face the consequences of your actions without god's grace lifting from you it will still be there with you god will show you kindness as you face those consequences he will send people to alleviate your situation right he god doesn't just you know that do a thanos snap and undo everything magically um, so that you're back to square one. Unfortunately, we live in a world of consequences and that's something we should tread